You are listening to Co-Called with Carlos and Carolina. Hello and welcome. My name is Carlos and I'm here with my wife, Carolina. Hello. Hi, babe. Hi. <laughs> and we want to welcome you to another episode of Co-Called. Um, and we want to also wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Absolutely. And we uh, pray that all of you spend some good quality time with your families, with your friends and your loved ones, and uh, eat all you can because the diets are all starting January 2nd. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but last uh, last uh, episode, we had our very special friends, Ivana and Charles Bailey, and they shared some amazing personal stories on the topic that we are going to continue today which is thriving in the seasons you're in and they shared uh some of the <clears throat> some of the seasons that they've been in as a marriage as individuals and how they've thrived even in and charles mentioned something what was it that um he said uh thriving in disappointment that was one of the things that really struck me mm-hmm. because even in disappointment we can thrive yeah and you know i think it was a treat definitely and a blessing to really hear them not just you know say that and it inspires you but to actually hear how they have been through that and come out on the other side is just such an encouragement but I know um, for this episode we want to continue the topic um, from our point of view and uh, really share with you some practical things that uh, we can gather just even from last week's episode and from our experiences on how to practically thrive in your season, whatever that may look like. Exactly. And uh, by all means, we are no experts. We are just sharing from our hearts and what we live and what we've lived together in um, our five years of marriage. But the first uh, point that we want to share with you guys is that seasons are temporary. Yes. You know, we have four seasons a year. Well, Florida gets like one and a quarter. (laughs) True. (laughs) We get summer and one week of fall. (laughs) But there is spring, summer, fall, and winter. Yeah. And every season comes with its own challenges. That's right. And I remember um, one of the seasons that really hit me. Um, and, and again, you can call, you can call it, you can choose whatever season you want, but it was a harsh time for me is when I graduated from college and I hit my first job, Mm -hmm. which wasn't something that I wasn't proud of. Uh, Of course it was a job. I was thankful to the Lord that I had a job, um, because a very small percentage of my classmates able to graduate and actually go into a full-time job i think that's very common though and i i can see a lot of people um relating to that now and now and day you know you graduate you go to school you spend all this money and then you come out and you're not working in what you have your degree in well that's what happened to me Mm. and i remember uh, i graduated school started this job and it was just a very tough time for me because um, not that what I was doing was 
terrible or but it was just not what I wanted to do. I didn't love what I was doing. And every day I would just pray to God and say, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Why? What's what's going on? And I thought that that time was going to be a very long time. Mm-hmm. I thought that season in my life was going to go on forever. Right. And there was days where I just, I mean, there was days where I would cry just because I felt like a loser. Right. Not that, again, not that what I was doing was wrong. It's just wasn't what I wanted to do. So what we need to remember and keep in mind is that, number one, seasons are temporary. Our second point that we want to share is that the giants that you'll face in seasons of disappointment will usually become the tools that will propel you to succeed in the next season. And I'll share from my experience, um, I had a job working in events and it was absolutely awesome. I got to travel and do some really amazing events that I am so proud of and so honored and humbled that I got to be a part of. Um, But I remember that there was part of that job that um, had to do with hospitality. And because we were so, you know, short staffed and things like that, I, I had to personally do a lot of it. So a lot of what, you know, quote unquote, the grunt work. So, you know, picking up dirty plates, doing dishes, making sure the bathrooms were clean, um, just stuff that's not glamorous, if you will. And I remember questioning the Lord at one one point and just kind of saying, like, why did you move me here? Like. I was running my own ministry. Um, I was really involved with social justice issues. And I I was just like, why am I here? Like, this is not what I had envisioned for my life. And the Lord began to do a work in me and began to really show me that in the measure that I allowed him to refine me and develop me in that season, was what was going to allow me to sustain and steward the gift that he had for me in the next. So in this case, you know, I was doing hospitality and hospitality was a gift that had been inside of me since I was a little girl. But in order for me to steward and sustain that gift in the way that he had it for me in this season, I needed to be refined in that past season. You know, Carolina, I want you to repeat that point number two, because I think it's key. Yeah. The giants that we face in the seasons of disappointment will become the tools that will propel us to succeed in the next season. And I want to encourage you. We all go through giants through these seasons. Yeah. We face giants. Every giant is a tool. Absolutely. Pick it up and move on, because coming up, you're going to need that tool. Absolutely, that lesson learned. So don't look at it as a negative. Look at it as a gain. Mm-hmm. And definitely an opportunity. I'll share very quickly, you know, with the kids now. And I, I feel definitely sometimes like there are days where I'm like, oh, if I could just run, if I didn't have the kids, I could go do this and that. And I'd have all this time to accomplish all these big dreams and visions for my life. But the truth is, is that, this is the season I am in. I'm in the season where I'm with two small children, two and under. And right now, I'm seeing that, you know what? This There's opportunities here. There's opportunities for me to learn. 
there's opportunities for me to um, deal with my character. I have found out that I am the most selfish person <laughs> in the world after having children. You said it. Because there's so much that is just constantly giving, and I didn't realize how much I actually demanded until I didn't have the opportunity to demand anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the same with me. Absolutely. And um. And speaking of, that takes us to point number three. Exactly. Which is? Don't fall into a pity party. That's right, because it's a trap. Yes. It's very easy mm-hmm. to, again, think, me, 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 why me? It's not about you. Right. It's about the process. Yeah. It's about the tools you're picking up on the way, mm-hmm. on your way. Yeah. So it's not about the pain you're suffering. It's not about the people that are turning their backs on you or talking bad about you or mm-hmm. pointing their finger at you. No, no, no. It's about the process. Yeah. And who you're going to become out of that process. And because who you're going to become, the Lord is going to use to impact the kingdom. And the Lord is going to use to affect the world and to affect the people around you. So it goes back to that point that what we do in ministry and life and business and everything, when we have our hearts surrendered to God, have very little to do with you personally and everything to do with who you're meant to impact and influence. And you know, like... With any party, there's guests, Mm -hmm. and one of the main guests to a pity party is comparison. That's right. And the problem with comparison is that um, it attacks us without us even knowing. Mm -hmm. And here's what happens. Everyone has their own walk. Everyone has their own season they're going through. Mm Mm-hmm. But we tend to compare our lives and our own seasons to someone else who's living a totally different season than what we are living. That's right. That's For right. example, in business or in in in, at, in work as men, we tend to, why look at that guy, he's making this much. Or, oh my gosh, this guy has his own business or three businesses or whatever. Like, I, I need to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Or look at this guy, he's he's got this and that and that. No. They're going through their own process and their own walks, right. and that's different from mine, and that's different from yours. Yeah. And, I mean, you had one you wanted to share. Yeah. Um, going back to motherhood, you know, I look at myself with two kids, and I have friends that have three, four kids, and they are killing it. Like, you know who you are, <laughs> but killing it. And sometimes I'll look at myself and go, I'm just not good enough. Like, why can't I get my two kids together? I struggle to even get to the supermarket sometimes um, and do groceries. And I have all this help around me and I still feel like I struggle a lot of times. But what I found is that, like you said, everyone's in a different season and everyone handles things differently has different capacities to do things and that's okay we need to be okay with being in our lane and being in our season and embracing that and learning from that and can we look at other people in their seasons and be encouraged absolutely i look at some of my friends whose kids are older and i'm like 
Yes, I'm looking forward to that without, without missing out on the lessons and the things that are meant to be cherished now that won't come back, that won't be in those other seasons. Exactly. And you know, Carolina, a character in the Bible that really encourages me is Joseph, the Mm -hmm. son of Jacob. Mm-hmm. And we all know his story in the Old Testament of everything he went through in every season. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm telling you people, this guy went through plenty of seasons, not just one. Yeah. But there was plenty of seasons in his life that stretched him, that taught him that, yeah, like we said earlier, he faced many giants. He grabbed those tools and he kept walking. Mm-hmm. And there was plenty of chances where he could have said, you know what, Lord? That's it. I'm out. Peace. Mm-hmm. But no, he stuck it and he kept going. Yeah, it, we definitely see perspective. You know, we see the the full picture. We see that his seasons were indeed temporary, that a hard season came. But soon enough, that passed and he was on to the next part of of his life, the next season in his life. We saw that the giants that he faced a lot of times became his tools to help him succeed. So, yes, did he get sold into slavery to Potiphar and was in there? But the excellence that he developed in that, mm-hmm. because he um, really... He embraced it. He, he embraced it and said, you know what? I'm going to give it my all, was actually what gained him favor that, he, that came in handy two seasons down the road. And so, um, and like you said, he could have fallen into a pity party trap and just stayed a slave his whole life but he decided to give it his all to be excellent Mm -hmm. and that became his tool for success and opened the door for favor it was amen well on that note we want to go ahead and close our last podcast of the year wishing you all a merry christmas a happy new year let you all be blessed in this new 2018 amen Thank you for listening to Co-Called with Carlos and Carolina. Subscribe today and stay tuned for upcoming episodes.